you're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 307 for October 15th, 2020. This week, we talk about getting married, lo-fi hip-hop beats, ghost hunting, boiling pasta, haunted places, and the new Chromecast. So stick around for the the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Uh, Oh, I hurt my hand hitting my other hand because there's a ring on it. Oh, There's a big old ring on it. So I heard through the grapevine that someone got married. And oh, so, did you see on the gossip YouTube? And so I want to, I wanted to congratulate my cousins Ty and Courtney for tying the knot this week. Um, oh, I uh, I hope you have a wonderful, everlasting mm. marriage together. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I you know. Did you did you know Straight that my cousins people got married? Is what you're talking about <laughs> right here on this podcast? Uh, uh, right here on in this 2020. Day. Um, they actually got married like three months ago. I just wanted to just wanted to pull that out of my hat, you know, just to. Oh yeah, they had a classic <clears throat> classic COVID wedding, huh? Yes, they had a classic COVID wedding, and I was the photographer and whatever. Um, apparent, oh, yeah, apparently, right. apparently, someone on this podcast podcast got married, and uh, it wasn't. Well, me. I'll give you two guesses. It was Piggy. It was Piggy. <laughs> I saw the pictures and um, they were so cute. There, yeah, we. I I got the rest of them just today, just mm. this morning. Uh, she sent us the rest of them, and I love them. They're great. Do you ever though? Here's the thing though. So, do you ever see a picture of yourself and you're like, I I can't look like that. That's just a bad picture. And then suddenly there are fifty of them, and you Girl. look like that in all the pictures, and Every- you just can't <laughs> deny it anymore. Every picture that's been taken of me in the past five years since I've, like, gained 40 pounds, it's like that. It's absolutely that. It's like, that's not me. That's a balloon. And it turns out that's the body I've been living in for the past, like, half a decade. So, you know, I'm sometimes like, reality just hits you right in the face. I mean, they're they're good pictures, of course, but I... I I just forget what I look like. I walk around thinking, well, I mean, I don't think I'm attractive, but I don't... I don't walk around like crawling on all fours like I look like I should be doing in these pictures. Well, Do you know I, th- what I, mean? I thought that's like a rat. Got, I, th- I just imagined you like in full Gollum mode, like skittering around <laughs> the Harris Teeter aisles on all fours, oh. dripping in, you know, some sort oh. of sweat. But now, well, the pictures are they are very lovely. I, 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 at age 32, I've accepted the way I look, and the pictures are lovely. <laughs> The way I, I sense a new midlife crisis coming from these wedding photos that are emerging no, in your in your psyche. They're good. They're good. Um, no, but yeah, it's Saturday. It was like the most chill day ever. We well, I woke up at like seven thirty because I was like, I have to get ready for mm. this. I'm going to be in pictures. It didn't help, obviously, from the photos, <laughs> but. I woke up at 7.30, shaved, you know, did my whole facial routine. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, this is great. Like, there were no zits. For once in my life, there were no zits. I did have... God was on your side. On the inside. Well, I had a pimple on the inside of my nose, and it was making that nostril swollen. Here's the plot twist, honey. The pimple went down. My nostrils have always been uneven. <laughs> what Since a revelation. That's the plot twist. What a it revelation. It was a wedding revelation. Wow. Um, I, I did notice well, that during the photos, they were, I I know you instructed them to take photos of your <laughs> left side of your face because every fucking photo is of the left side of your face. No, no. And I was like, I know this bitch. There was one pose where she was like, all right, you, you get on Justin's, what am I? I'm usually on his right side so that I can, yeah, face no way. So you can He's face usually left. on my right side right. so that I can face left. Yes. Mm-hmm. But her, her light thing. was, yeah, her light was like set up differently. And I, there are several pictures of the right side of my face. And she used one of them <gasps> to like post publicly or something. And I, and I look I'm like, you know that I love the left side of my face. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't love it, but it's, you know, it's the best we have. It's Joe, the you're best selling we have. yourself short. You, you trapped and, a man and you got him to marry you. <laughs> you're not as ugly and, as you think. On the first date, he sat on my right side, looking at the right side of my face. That's right, how so, I knew he so loved he, me. So he fell in love he's with the right side of your face. So he's seen, he's been through hell and back with imagine your face. Imagine me, this, in, imagine if Justin had never seen the right side of my face up until after we were married. And the whole relationship was just me. Every time he enters a room, like if he enters the room and the doors on my right, I quickly jerk <laughs> my pivot. head. 
So he sees the left. He can't see. And that's that's a very like uh, Victorian, like I the man can't see me in my pantaloons. Oh or- right. I like cover up my ankles real quick. <laughs> I, I bet my he, ankles. I bet he hasn't seen your ankles. I mean, I haven't seen your ankles. So how how is I he lo- seen my your ankles, ankles look pretty good. We love um, an ankle model. But anyway. It was a beautiful day. It was mid sixties, mm. mid lower sixties. It was super overcast. It wasn't. You didn't have a hot flash. Didn't have a hot flash. Low humidity, overcast. I wore my best sweater. Nine thirty p.m. the night before. I still didn't know what I was going to wear, and I went down to the storage unit and was like ripping open boxes. Oh my god! Of the clothes that we still have stored, and I found what I was going to wear. You're such so, a bridezilla. Um, we took photos from about 10 to 10, 45, 11, and then said bye the f- to the photographer, found our favorite little bench in our favorite little park, said our vows to each other, and I officiated it because you can self-officiate in D.C. You just have to pick which one of you is doing it and sign mm-hmm. in the papers. So I officiated. Uh, everyone said yes. Every Everyone? <laughs> All everyone 40 said of you? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we went home, scanned it. So you have to scan it, send it in, and then send in the original signed copy as well. Okay. That's how you do it in coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So did all that. And so we're married. Oh, my God. You are a married man. Yeah. How does it feel? Does it feel different? Has it everything changed? Same. It feels the same. I like wearing the ring because I fidget with it, but that's because it's too big. I need to get it resized. Right. See, I feel like, I don't know, it's probably like straight person wedding culture with the aspect of like, oh, like once we get married, everything changes. And it's like, no, like marriage should not be like the the point at which you pivot and your life changes. Like marriage should just be like, oh, okay, well, we're, you know, everything is already changed. We already have built a life together. Now we're just making it official. And it's just like, okay, now it's just on paper. Nothing changes. It's just that we're on paper now, you know? I mean, I... I don't disagree with you. I th- well, I don't know. Marriage is so different nowadays than like it was back when our parents were married. And they, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You're absolutely right. You know, <clears throat> no. I mean, like growing up in church, it was, you know, no sex. I mean, we took the pledge, honey. We took the no honey. sex until marriage pledge. Mm-hmm. You better believe I kept it. Did you I have an abstinence ring? <laughs> I don't remember if I, I mean, I didn't have one. Boys don't wear rings in the South. Oh, because that's um, gay, right? I had, a, it's called a, what's it? A promise ring? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it's a promise to God ring mm-hmm. or something. You're married to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. like what <laughs> nuns. Isn't that a thing in like Sister Act? Someone says they're married to God or something. Anyway. Probably. Um, But uh, no, that She's a married woman wasn't, now. Yeah, she's a married. There's nothing really to say about it. Nothing changes. I'm still Joseph. Still the same old Joseph. Still um, old quirky Joseph. When you were saying your vows, did anyone cry? Oh my God. So I, so Justin's seen me cry a lot. I'm a crier. Girl, Girl. that's an understatement. I like with the amount of panic attacks that you've had and the amount of stress in your, you know, little brain of yours, I would be surprised if you have like shielded your crying away from Justin this long. The like one of our first like dates or something, I saw a homeless person and I just started crying in the street. Like that is the level. That's what I, I I cry all the time. Nothing. I saw a homeless person <laughs> and I started crying. Mm-hmm. And it's I, not like I don't, you know, in a city, there are homeless people everywhere. It's very unfortunate, very sad. Right. But I don't know. It was just, I just, start, and so with Justin seeing me cry, he knows I'm a cry. I've never seen him cry though. Oh, really? Um, no. Like we went to his, so his, his grandpa died this year. We went to the, the funeral was online, of course. Mm-hmm. I think I t- we talked funeral. about it on the podcast. Yeah, it was a it was a Zoom funeral, um, and I bawled through it. Mm. Um, I, even though I'd never met him, um, but I'd never seen Justin like cry. He's he just he he doesn't cry, but he teared up during my vows, oh. and both of our vows had a Hillary Duff reference in them. Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> Justin quoted. Um, let's see, what did mine say? I don't remember what mine said about Hillary Duff, but Justin said he quoted Why Not. Wow, the he knew. lyrics to Why he, Not. He knows how to just plunge into your heart, doesn't he? Oh, for sure. Hold on. What, what did mine say? I'm not going to, obviously, I'm not going to read my whole vows. Um, that's for the Patreon only stream. <laughs> Get the oh, dirty I, dates on that. 
I just talked about um, our first date together. Our first date was just was on my birthday, and Justin watched the Lizzie McGuire movie with me. So that's mm-hmm. what I talked about. Yes, I didn't Justin watched. You, you definitely didn't tie him, hog tie him down to a chair and, <laughs> and turn the TV on. No, you know he did it. He did it. Anyone that can that's, do that—that's when I knew you got to lock him in, girl. Lock him in. Lock him well, up. Well, congratulations. That's a huge thing. Thank you. It was. It was. An amazing day. And then the rest of the day, we just relaxed. We did whatever the hell we wanted, you know, sat on that the couch. That sounds like the perfect day. Check just Piggy out. you two. Yes. The only people that like mattered. I mean, not that other people don't matter, but like, you know what I'm talking about. The two I people was still stressed, into- though, because we did. I did. You know, I tweeted that I was married and that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, obviously, I wanted to share it with other people, et cetera. And, you know, we, Justin posted on Facebook. I don't really use Facebook, but, you know, just so everyone knows. And because you, I don't know, everyone, like both of our families obviously knew we were getting married. We Zoomed them the next day as well to do a big thing. Um, But it's still like, there is still pressure. Even if you tell everyone like you're getting married by yourselves. I don't know. It's still like this. You could feel an expectation. Well, you feel like you're going to, people, maybe you didn't mention it to like friends you don't talk to necessarily all the time. I found out you're married and they're like, why didn't you tell me? And. You're just like, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't a big deal. It mm-hmm. really wasn't. It was. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it you was. Feel yeah. Ba- yeah. yeah. There's expectations. Yeah, there's expectations just around, you know, marriage in general. So I totally understand right. what you mean. That's why, you know, regardless of coronavirus, you're going to have a You were going to have a super small ceremony anyway. So like. Well, yeah, we weren't going to. We were still going to do it this exact same way. Right. Like, coronavirus did not prevent, you know anything about this wedding being the right way it, it was, was it was always going to be super intimate and so like you know it's 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 personal it's a it's it's personal and, and it's between you know you and justin and so yeah i totally understand that this time it's personal well i'm so sad that because of coronavirus i couldn't make it i love that i have that <laughs> excuse oh my god i would have flown you out sis. girl yeah, flew me out on a fucking DJ. Co- on a covered fucking wagon across the Oregon Trail backwards. I arrived. I would have put you in that video game, sis, giving you two, dysentery. Two broken legs, dysentery, and a rattlesnake bite. And here I, I am. I, I, I die <laughs> on the altar. Cut so I got to make it about me. You know, I got to. Wheel I gotta falls steal off. The attention. Mm-hmm. I, I, I release. I release like ten wild possums instead of like doves. <laughs> you know, oh I release God. possums. Mm-hmm. Oh, that made me think about that barbecue show we were watching. Like, oh, yeah, they cooked the raccoons. I told you about it already. Yeah, it was your favorite thing last week, I think. Yeah, we finished it this week. Still my favorite thing. Still great. Still good. Still great. Yeah. So, well, how are you? Enough oh, about me. I'm, I mean, you know, just a little thing happened with Joe. Well, I um, am still single. I didn't get married, but I visited my crippling old grandmother yesterday with my parents. She's still alive. She's back to using her walker. She still is riddled with Parkinson's disease. But, you know, she's still talking. Her mind is still fresh. We had um, homemade egg rolls and plum sauce Ooh. and it was delicious uh my parents invited me over and i hadn't seen her in a while because grammy got exposed to coronavirus from her allegedly <gasps> allegedly from one of like because she's she's she has like full-time care in her house so she has nurses oh. come in she has physical therapists come in and so um two weeks ago she got a notif- uh, uh, someone notified her that like one of the people that was taking care of her that came in three times a week or whatever was exposed by another patient so she had to um quarantine well i mean it's she can't fucking go anywhere she can't you know she can't leave the goddamn house because she's old but um no one could visit her for like two weeks except for you know her care workers and they had to like keep her distance and usually every week like people are coming over i mean obviously we're wearing masks we're not hugging them but like people come over to cook her food and to keep her company and stuff and to chit chat and so for two weeks it was just like her and her care workers and so it sucked so regardless um she didn't she she didn't get covid she got tested thank god you know whatever um but yeah so we had an opportunity to go over yesterday uh, my parents invited me and it was just my parents and I and we went to her house and cooked her dinner and had a really great time and she's doing all right. And for a while, she wasn't like walking. She was like 
pretty confined, but now she's like gained enough strength back where she's like walking with her walker now and she has great care. Whatever. I'm I, it was it was wonderful. Got to hang out with Grammy. She's 87, 89. She's old. Oh, around my age. <laughs> Around yeah, my you, age. You two go way back. You know, you were in high school together. You she know, the grade below me. The great baloney? The grade below me. Okay. In high school. <laughs> Do you still not know what I'm saying? Is my I, accent that bad? Yeah, honey. I don't know that DC accent of yours, you know. The grade below May. Oh, I thought you said like like in like, you know, the great Gatsby. I thought you said the great <laughs> And it and the word was oh baloney. The great oh baloney, like that, like the the sandwich meat. I mean. Anyway, I hope that the insurance that you're on can afford you a speech therapist. I mean. <laughs> it's it's so funny because like every time we're talking on the podcast, I like I inherit your southern accent that is there. Anyway, you know, it's infectious. So it's infectious, infectious. honey. Like um, the coronavirus. One of my relatives just recently died of COVID, she, and she was in an assisted living situation. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, I appreciate that. I didn't really know her oh, very okay. well. She was like a great aunt, maybe. Okay, so and so I distant. saw her like once or twice. It, it, I mean, it is very sad, you know. There were, like, my grandma was super close to her, mm. you know, other people in the family super close to her and stuff. So it is it is very sad. Um but those assisted but, yeah. living centers are like fucking hotspots for COVID. Like yeah, that's exactly where you don't want to be. Yeah, I don't know the situation of the particular one she was in or like what was going on. I just heard about it like a couple of days ago. My mom told me. But oh, yeah, COVID. Wash your hands. Real, wear honey. your masks. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Um, I wash I your mask. Wash your. Oh yeah, wash your masks. You know, I sometimes I forget. That I have like. And I need more masks. Didn't you buy a bunch of masks off of Amazon or something? And we bought like fifty for thirty dollars. Yeah, uh, I, I need to do that. They're probably on sale yeah. because of Prime Day. I'm, it's so great. I don't know. Prime Day, Jeff Bezos, Amazon's bad, etc. Um, right. Yeah, too. So I I had something cooking related that I just wanted to bring up really quick because okay. we talk about food and cooking and stuff. I was watching an episode of Barefoot Contessa from like the early 2000s with Ina Garden. Classic, um, classic Food Network chef. And it, this was like, I don't know, in the early days of Barefoot Contessa, early 2000s, and she was making pasta. And I watched as she put olive oil in the pasta water to prevent it from sticking. And like, this was a thing that like, I feel like everyone did. Everyone put oil in the pasta water to, quote, prevent the pasta from from sticking. And it doesn't do a goddamn thing. And everyone did it in the early 2000s. And then everyone stopped. And I was like, what happened? Who told us to put olive oil in the pasta water? Because it just, it floats on top. And then you drain it out. And if there's any oil, it covers the pasta. At the end, it prevents any sauce from sticking to it. It slides right off. So I was curious if you ever did this. Well, I mean... If your mom ever did this, because did you did you cook at all in the early 2000s? I, I have no idea if my mom did this. I don't remember ever watching her cook pasta. But you know spaghetti. what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Justin does it. Oh, people, he still so does it? People, <gasps> Justin does it. Justin does it. But people put like, I mean, I guess it's a thing for like both seasoning and allegedly to make the water boil faster, put salt in it. I don't do that either. Mm. I don't want anything in it. Just water and the chemicals in my water right. that the government put there. Yeah, I want I want my pasta to taste like fluoride. Fluoride. <laughs> maybe a little mint toothpaste. Maybe yeah, a little it'll chlorine. It'll be good for my teeth, you know. Mm -hmm. but, no, but, um, you know, I really wish you would have said at the beginning of this, you know what grinds my gears? You know what grinds my gears? People That's putting olive oil in their pasta water. I didn't, I mean, the fact that Justin still does it, maybe I shouldn't be as, you know, judgmental about it. But I, I feel like that it was I a thing care. that everyone did back in the early 2000s. And now I don't hear about really anyone doing it now because I thought it was like debunked or whatever. And also olive oil is expensive compared to like vegetable oil. So like I'm not going to waste olive oil to put in fucking water where I feel like it doesn't do anything. If you listen to the podcast and you make pasta... Like, and by make pasta, I mean you boil water and put dried pasta in to cook it. Do you add olive oil to it or do you not? 
Do you think it works? Right in. Do you in. think it doesn't? Yeah, right in. This is, I'm, you know, very curious. We need a f- the physical address. Right in. Let right us in. know. Send, yeah, send me your oiled up pasta in the mail. But I, I just like, for some reason, it really took me, like, it took me by surprise because I usually think of Ina Garden as like being on top of things. And I didn't imagine this was a thing that she would do. I don't think she does it anymore. But back in the early 2000s, like everyone else, she fucking oiled her water before she put pasta in. So I was flabbergasted. Um, and I was just curious. I didn't know she was else. around. She's been around that long. Yeah, I, she, she's been I around for a long time. I don't know who she is. Very. I mean, I know who she is, but I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen a full video of her. She, she was. The gays love her. She's. she's okay. I think what what's kind of what something that I I always remember from her as a as a young person that watched Food Network. Um when I was really young, she was one of the people like she was she's extravagant and she's but also kind of relatable. But one thing that I always remembered is that she would always invite her like gay friends over to like to hang out with her while she was cooking or they would like she would tell one of her, you know, many gay friends to go and pick up, a you know, a slice of Parmesan from the from the cheese place and the camera would follow them places. And so like it was exposure for me as a young homosexual to see like these fucking like Martha's Vineyard, Long Island motherfucking gays hanging out with Ina. Um, And so I guess that kind of imprinted on me in some sort of sense. But no, she's she's iconic for a lot of like little food gays like me who who grew up watching the Food Network. Um, And she's she's famous for what's her fucking phrase? Like if you know, if you can't make it, if you can't make it from scratch, Storbot's just fine. And so that's kind of her meme. But she's been around for a long ass time. I think she's like on season 28 of her fucking show on Food Network. She has plenty of of, uh, cookbooks, etc. She's just kind of like a food icon in the TV food world. Um, See, we didn't have Food Network. We had Right, you didn't have cable, did you? We didn't have cable or satellite. So I watched Martha. Oh, classic. And that's why you're on the Martha CBD gummies. Martha Stewart Living... I don't remember what that was on, though. But then she had her own talk show for a while. Oh, yeah. And she wore the ankle bracelet back when she had the ankle bracelet. For prison? Prison, honey. From prison. Yeah, from being put in prison. God, I love that. Well, um, I hope you find peace with your oil. (laughs) Honey, I hope I don't know what to say to you. Girl, the things I need to talk about with my therapist, being haunted by olive oil and pasta water. (gasps) Speaking of being haunted, did you do that on purpose? No, but I'm glad that it went somewhere because I didn't know where the fuck this was going. Oh, me too. I found (laughs) this article on Thrillist, the creepiest place to visit in every state. I bet I know which one is Montana. Are there only like two? Well, there's only like two houses there. So one of them's got to be haunted, right? Well, there's two houses and like a shitload of like ghost towns that used to be like mining towns back in the 1800s. But there's one place where like everyone goes when they're in Montana and they're like ghost hunters. And it's the Deer Lodge Prison. Hold on. I accidentally tapped Minnesota. Where are you? Montana, you think? I I understand that things can get confusing. (laughs) That they both start with the letter M. This podcast okay. is brought to you by the letter M. You know, they're both states with like 12 people in it. Right. Except one, you know, has hot dish and a lot more Democrats. And one is the place that I live. Oh, no. Well, OK. <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, what is this place? I'll, and I'll compare it with the list. I got Montana pulled up now. OK. Don't so worry. My guess is that it's probably the Deer Lodge prison, which is an old prison in Montana that like held a bunch of like really nasty criminals and it's like old and dilapidated and it's you know concrete it's like a classic old ass prison from like the early 1900s late 1800s and it's a tourist attraction and like every every time that there's like a ghost hunting show on just the the discovery channel or whatever like many many a film crew have gone to the Deer Lodge prison to like look and see like the prison ghosts and like see if they can you know the ghost hunters with their fucking meters and shit they if they go to Montana it's usually going to the Deer Lodge prison that's my guess um well it's not according to this list there's ooh, something even creepy more place? haunted okay so it's have you ever heard of the Fairweather Inn in Virginia City Oh, Virginia City. Yes, yes, yes. Virginia City in Montana is a it's a a tourist trap. It was like it was it was uh, one of the first old gold mining towns in Montana. Um, And it's, you know, a lot of people go to Virginia City and, you know, 
look at all, all the old well, houses and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't sound scary. It says this lone hotel in the former gold mining town is said to be haunted by the ghosts of children who get into all kinds of shenanigans. They move your luggage. They turn the lights on and off and they annoy you. Children? I mean, what's the difference between like that and, and living a, children? Well, yeah, exactly. They're the same fucking thing. They're both fucking annoying. I don't, if I if there's a ghost, if I'm being haunted, it better be about to kill me. Right. Do you know what I, I mean? Don't, I don't want it it's just teasing me. No, like this isn't scary at all. This is annoying. This, I'm, well, I guess it doesn't say scary. It says the most haunted. But when you think of haunted, you think spooky. spooky. Right. Not annoyed at children. Oh, God. I don't no, know. I'm, that's pretty scary, though. Now I'm just imagining like in a hundred years, the ghosts that are haunting people in like a hundred years in the future, it's like TikTok teens haunting people. Oh, my God. Taking selfies in your bathroom or like and doing like, like dancing, like the whip and the nene in like your 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 bathroom <laughs> mirror. You know that song? I don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck. You oh, were. my God. That song's already creepy. So it's a serial. It's a serial song like, like cinnamon I toast crunch for for like yeah for like a russian cereal or something and it's like and it was on tiktok no it's like it's like it's they say a russian word it's like me piel or me piel it's like honey bunches of oats or something honey bunches of meatballs mm-hmm. and um all the tiktok teens were dancing to it like a few months ago and everyone had that song stuck in your in their head and i just imagine that song is going to be on like a fucking haunted ass movie one of these days because it already sounds creepy Mm -hmm. nothing creeps me out more than russian serial commercials let me tell you it slapped honey i had it stuck in my head i mean honey the things you have stuck in your head would haunt me so (laughs) just on loop just yeah. on loop. Yeah, no wonder why you have fucking panic attacks every day. Five Jesus Christ. List. Um, well, Washington, D.C. is not on this list because we're not a state. Yeah, hashtag flip the Senate. Hashtag, hashtag D.C. for DC statehood. D.C. should be a state, yes. You know we're the second biggest city in the Northeast? I'm not surprised. After New York? Yeah. We're bigger than Boston. Our city center and metropolitan area, bigger than Boston? There's literally than no Philly? excuse. There's no excuse no. to not make D.C. a state other than Republicans don't want any more re- representation because that means they would lose. That's the only reason. Mm, you said it. Mm. Anyway, uh, we'll go to Arkansas. Because oh, yeah. I remember this one being. So this one's in Hot Springs. I got a friend who lives there. I've seen this hotel. It's the Arlington Hotel. Mm. It's a big old hotel. Um, four presidents have stayed there. Babe Ruth, Al Capone. Babe Ruth was our president? Four presidents plus Babe Ruth. He slept in the bed between them all. Mm. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't say, well, it's haunted. It just says you might see a ghost. Well, that's no fun. But I went to this place in Eureka Springs. Okay. Eureka Eureka Springs. The drag queen? Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Eureka Springs, Arkansas haunted. What is it called? Like the moon? Crescent Hotel. The Crescent Mm. Hotel. I love the Crescent Hotel. Now, they, you know, the ghost shows. I think it was one of the more credible ones. You know, that like, doesn't mean a lot to me, Joe. It was one of the credible ghost shows. Mm, with like mm-hmm. History Channel, not like, you know. But oh, anyway. Yeah. Yes, the History Channel. Yes. Uh-huh. That, so they checked out, you know, the hotel. And it was one of their like top 10 most haunted moments. They had the experience they had there. And but I went on a, I did a ghost was? tour. Well, okay, so they were in the basement or somewhere, I don't know. And they have their infrared camera and mm. they put it up against this metal, this locker or something, and you could see the outline of a person. <gasps> mm. Girl. But the whole town is supposed to be like Eureka Springs has like a bajillion ghost tours, ghost stuff. They've got like caverns. It's this like really creepy, like 200 year old town, like in a valley. Oof. I love that. So you. You know a lot of people have been killed there in Arkansas. Um, so very ghosty. I went on a ghost tour there, like, oh my God, probably 10 years ago. And it was it was definitely spooky, but mm-hmm. I don't believe in ghosts, so there weren't any ghosts. Didn't you have a ghost hunting phase? Oh my God, I love ghost hunting. But you don't I believe in really, ghosts. I was really into Ghost Hunters International. Mm. No, I don't believe in ghosts, but I do love to be scared. And I would like to see a, I would like, prove me wrong, ghosts. You're listening. Prove me wrong. Oh, okay. So you know? you're like, you're like national treasure or like, you know, you're trying to, you're, you're trying to get proof that God exists. Yes. Only it's ghosts. 
Only it's ghosts. I mean, it's God, God's yes. kind of a ghost. So um, I, I guess my question uh, Father, is: Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. Oh, see, there you go. Checkmate. It's yeah, check fucking mate. Um, I wonder if there's any homophobic ghosts. Like, like you, you're just like this. in a haunted mansion, and someone call, like you, you hear like a whisper of someone calling you the f slur in your right ear. You and know, it, and it sends chills Every down your spine. Oh, ghosts are what? Like from the 1800s, they're all homophobic. Mm-hmm. They hate us, honey. Well, well you know, hate them. You know how the the Republicans are always screaming about voter fraud and like people are, you know, the the fake voter fraud about um like dead people voting. I think that the Republicans are getting the the racist and homophobic ghosts to vote on the Republican ticket so they can have more votes. See? I mean, they would really benefit from dead people voting. Do you I know mean, what I mean? Right, because they're all racist and homophobic. And so that's exactly their, still, their, their political game plan. It just makes sense, right? Hire me as exactly. a Republican strategist. Hold, yeah, hold the phone. Someone hire me. Well, um, haunted or not, you decide. Mm. Pick another state. Let's do another one. What's um, a state you've been to? You've lived, laughed, loved in. <laughs> Honey, I haven't <laughs> lived, laughed, or loved in years. <laughs> Oh, um, well, no. we both we an both, old uh, state. Don't give me don't give me like a spooky state like Washington or like, you know, Washington's a relatively new state compared to like, well, it's new, but it's like in the woods. Well, OK, how about know? how about Massachusetts? Because I was there and Salem, Salem, Massachusetts, with the witch trials. All right. OK. All right. If you want to just go straight for it. <laughs> well, okay. you told me to Massachusetts. Pick. Oh, guess what this is going to be? Mm, Salem. It's not it's not Salem witch trials related, but it's um someone who killed people with an axe. Um Lizzie McGuire? L- Lizzie Lizzie McGuire. With an axe. The Lizzie McGuire bed and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> the Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast. If God. there was Okay, if there was a You know Lizzie- I loved that episode of Lizzie McGuire where she honey, kills where she people just with had, an axe. Honey She'd had enough of Matt's pranks. That little brother. He was honey, a little bitch. Her parents wouldn't buy her a bra. Honey, guillotine. Okay. Is, is that what happened? She They wouldn't buy her a bra? Oh, no. They did buy her a bra. There's a whole episode where she is really like wants a bra. It was abuse? revolutionary. And the, I, So how many times did you ask your parents for a bra after you saw that Lizzie McGuire got a bra? I don't know. How many of my sister's bras went missing? Do you know? I don't. Mysterious. I mean, maybe it was a ghost. That stole the bras. <laughs> it was Lizzie McGuire's ghost. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Lizzie Borden bed and breakfast. Okay, okay, back on track. You sleep in the Borden's home. You eat their last. So you stay there. Okay, you go. You say, "Hey, I want to go to this bed and breakfast." Mm-hmm. It's in the house where she hacked up her. Allegedly, I don't think they're going to sue us. Allegedly, hacked up her parents with an axe in 1892. So you'll sleep in the Borden's home. You'll eat their last meal, which was Johnny Cakes and Eggs. Sleep in the bedroom where the body of Lizzie's stepmother was found. Um, it says the home is painstakingly furnished to look just like it did the morning of the murders. Uh, there's daytime tours. If you're a loser and you don't pony up the money to actually stay there. Mm. I don't know. There you go. Well. I don't think that's spooky. What? Just like a place that's that people open, were murdered? That's case, honey. Yeah, hacking up someone with an axe. Also, Go to New York I feel City. like I, I feel like it's it's suspicious that they blamed it on a woman. You know, it's like they they would blame it on Lizzie. Eighteen ninety two, honey. What can you say? Right, they couldn't even vote. They couldn't even have a job. Why do you think that she would fucking murder people? Let's do okay. Now pick like a newer state. Washington. Okay, but you see, here's the thing about Washington: evergreen trees, spooky. Oh yeah. And it's Why like, don't it's, their leaves change? It's like, Do you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Science doesn't have an answer. Um, Science doesn't have an answer. Twilight. <laughs> right, vampires, Twilight. Vampires, werewolves. Misty and foggy and rainy. Ooh. Uh, so this is, of course, there, there are several asylums, mental institutions on here. This is Northern State Mental Hospital. Abandoned remains. It's an old farm. Was hunt, once home to as many as 2,700 mental patients. Ran from 1912 to 1973. That is really recent. Mm. Lumber mill, had a library, had a greenhouse, had a bakery, canning facilities. Uh. Oh, my God. Martha Stewart needs to snatch this place up. (laughs) Uh, Martha! Because now it's it's essentially a ghost town. Says it's haunted. Oh, it says it's haunted by patients who died during lobotomies. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. So, like, do they haunt you, but, like, they don't know where they're going? Like, they accidentally haunt you? Because they, they don't it's understand like, where they are. 
I don't know. So a lobotomy like gets rid of emotions, doesn't it? Right. So maybe they haunt you, but they just like, they don't They're scare you. They just like bore They're... you to death. They, they talk about like, <laughs> they talk to you about no. the stock market. They're indifferent to it. They're They'll very haunt indifferent. You. But they're kind of on the fence about it. <laughs> They'll haunt you, but, you know, they aren't really committed, you know? I love ghost stories. This is, like, the time of month. My mom's favorite holiday is Halloween. I don't get Christmas cards. I get Halloween cards. That's really so cute. I eat this shit up. I remember having a Garfield. It was Garfield's ghost stories. I don't. I would never think that those two things would collide together in a collaboration. It was. First of all, there was, like, um, the pages... We're glow in the dark. It was a. Oh, that's it was cool. a. Yeah, it had like the things traced, outlined in glow in the dark paint and stuff. They were the scariest ass stories. One was like, oh, John and Garfield going on this vacay to this cabin in the woods. Out of the mist, some woman gets up and like she comes to the door and she's like, oh, John, I'm lost. And you know, like they have dinner and everything. And then she's like gone. Oh. And she was a ghost. Well, I mean, did she at least help pay for the meal with her ghost <laughs> money? I have no idea. I don't even remember what they ate. But I remember it was the scariest freaking stories. I mean, I, I there was this one. I, I don't remember what this was, but it was like a big book of like short stories that were all scary. I had a neighbor. Oh. My, my neighbor friend was like obsessed with scary stories and like spooky shit. And so she like showed me this book and we would read it and we'd get freaked out. And it was really cute. I don't remember what the that- book was. It was like a children's book. Wasn't it the one they made a movie out of, like stories to read in the dark or something? Yeah, is it scary stories to tell in the dark? Is that what it is? Yeah, I never read it. Never read it. I think that's what it was. If it was, if it's like a big book of a bunch of short stories. But uh, tis the season. Have you watched any scary movies yet this year? I haven't. Um, I mean, I have like Hocus Pocus, but that isn't scary. That's just like a Disney classic. No, but that counts. That's like you know. A it's, Halloween movie. Right, it's a Halloween movie. I haven't watched the fucking, like, The Haunting in on Hill House or whatever from last year that everyone oh, fucking right. ranted and raved about. They fucking loved it. And then there's, like, this, the, you know, the the Haunting Bly Manor. Bly Manor, yeah. That's, like, the, the new one. So I haven't watched either of those, and I need to. Um, I know for a fact that, like, the first one is really good, apparently, according to everyone online. But that's on, it's on my bucket list for October. Uh, but I haven't really, I haven't done much yet in terms of scary shit. What about you? No, it honestly hasn't felt like October. Like, mm. I don't know. We don't, we've been so like in transit for the past. Y'all been busy two, this three month. months. Yeah. Yeah. With this whole, like since beginning of summer, we just have, I just feel like I haven't taken a breath. Right. And, you know, I, I want Halloween decorations. I'm really excited about being in the new place so that I can buy like, did I tell you about that um, Chihuahua skeleton they have at Target? No, that is so up your alley. They've got, it's literally an item called Chihuahua skeleton. And of course it's like the ears too, which Mm -hmm. don't have bones in them, but it has like the ears. It's like a little skeleton Chihuahua. I want to get that for Piggy and put that up. Super cute. Oh, cute. I don't know. I just want, you know, I'm ready for... I'm ready to have somewhere I can decorate for Halloween. I think that you're excited um, about Halloween because you know because of coronavirus that no children are going to be out. So you don't have the risk of like children accidentally coming to your apartment complex and asking for food. That's true. Although the places we live tend to not have children in them because like they're not big enough. Yeah, that's the same <laughs> with my apartment complex. We've never had any children around yeah. or, like any knocks on our door on Halloween or whatever. Um, are you going to be like moved into your new place by Halloween? So we're not going to be moved in. We get the keys this Friday. Oh, my God. But then we start, like, we still have the lease on this place until the end of November. So we want to move in, like, maybe right before Thanksgiving to the new gotcha. place. And it's nice because, so like, you're going to have, a, you're gonna have a, a big window to, like, move shit. You don't have to, like, move everything, like, immediately. Yeah. That's nice. I'm so happy for that. Yeah. A lot less It's going to be less stressful than the last move for sure. But I'm ready. I'm so ready. Uh, finally. It must be nice to, like be able to settle down and like not be fucking moving for a while. Yeah, at least like I can see us living here for like 10 years. You know right, what I mean? There you go. The new place. So I'm like ready. Girl, I don't I'm blame ready. you a bit. Um, Do you want to do one more state? Sure. Okay, pick one. Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay. That's not really. Well, I guess I kind of think about Louisiana. Like maybe like New Orleans being haunted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because like. 
they oh my god what was that movie called the skeleton key? do you remember the skeleton key um I, I never wasn't that a book i don't know what i don't know what that is it was Books? a movie, two, 2005. Kate Hudson. That's right. Kate Hudson was in it. Took place in New Orleans. She's like a hospice nurse. Oh. And she like, yeah, she goes to this old lady and then this this voodoo, hoodoo situation. Um, So I guess that, you know, could be, I don't know. I never spooky. watched it. Anyway, uh, Louisiana, St. Rock Chapel, Yellow Fever Shrine, New Orleans. Yellow There's Fever Shrine? I wonder what you get Yellow when you go Fever there. Yellow Fever Shrine. In the 19th century, Yellow Fever swept New Orleans, but Reverend Peter Thevis, Thevis, the pastor of Holy Trinity Catholic Church, had a plan. He prayed to St. Rock, who is most identified with good health and healing, asking people to be shielded. So, but 40,000 New Orleanians died, uh, but no one in Father Thevis's community perished. Today, pilgrims still visit the chapel, leaving offerings around the shrine. So these artifacts include children's polio braces, crutches, rows of prosthetic legs, plaster feet, false teeth, and fake eyeballs. If I had a prosthetic leg, I wouldn't give it to them. I'd keep it. No. Do you know how much those things probably cost? Right. I sent you a picture. This is the little shrine. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, it just looks like feet hanging, legs hanging around. Oh, this is cute. This is very like... Um, needs a paint job. Yeah, it needs a paint job. There's prosthetic legs hanging from the from the sides. It's very cute. Lots of uh, like gravestone looking It just things. looks like someone forgot to clean out their shed. Yeah, they just, they just need a good you spring know? cleaning, you know? Yeah. I'm not too haunted by that. Um, is there a place, is there like a, a place that you want to visit that's like haunted, like a fucking, I was about to say Ellis Island, and I was like, no, that's not the fucking place. What's the the goddamn prison in San Francisco? Um, <sighs> I'm so stupid. Pee-wee's Playhouse? Yes, that's the <laughs> one. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Alcatraz. Uh, Al- 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 Alcatraz. Al Capone, Alcatraz, a.k.a. Pee-wee's Playhouse. Um. Are there any places like that that you like that are on your bucket list that you would like to visit eventually before you die? Or do you not really care? So I never got to go to the Eastern State Penitentiary when I was in Pennsylvania, when I lived Ooh. in Philly. It's in Philly. But I was walking on the street and I saw the Ghost Adventures team with their cameras heading to it to go oh, film. really? There. Yes. Or to film somewhere in Philly. I assume that's where they were going. I never, I don't even know if they have an episode there. But... You know, it's a famous 1829 prison. This is the it, on this list. It is listed as the most haunted place in Philly. Um, Al Capone went there. Honey, where mm. was he not? Do you yeah, know what I mean? He's been everywhere. You know, uh, they had like creepy punishment stuff. I think I feel Ooh, like, like S and had... sort of shit. Like tying me up. Yeah, it says mm. this became a real house of horrors testing location for a number of reform techniques that include paranoia induced. Paranoia-inducing panopticon oversight, now synonymous with a constant threat of su- oh surveillance. Weird science, brutal architecture. Al Capone was there. Haunted tours. Oof. Well, that's oh, in Gettysburg, fun. they say because because people died. Battle, yeah, yeah. There's battles and shit. I I very much enjoy like old dilapidated prisons, old dilapidated houses, um, ghost yeah. towns. Stuff like that. I, I enjoy stuff like that a lot. Are um, there any places you want to go to? I mean, I I feel like I I would want to go to Alcatraz just to like see it because it's like an old prison. I feel like like you were talking about like uh, visiting an old like penitentiary or like an old like mental institution would be really interesting to see. Um, but no, like I'm I I'm never really it's never really on like the top of my my brain. All the time thinking about like creepy places to visit. I only like think about this during October. But if someone was like, hey, I'll fly you out to so-and-so. It's this creepy place. I'd be like, hell yeah. Like, I'm not like afraid of it. Like, I'm definitely very curious. But I don't have anything really, uh, you know, that's on my bucket list. That I'm like, I gotta go here before I die because it's creepy. Um, But, you know. Do you believe in ghosts? You know, I don't think I believe in ghosts. But I like to... um, pretend like i believe in ghosts you know i like to yeah. get i like to get spooked you know i, I love yeah. a good little spook you know i feel that yeah um hey maybe i'll start downloading all of your old uh ghost hunting apps on my phone start searching start going on, on patrol 
the ghost. Let me tell you, you'll be spooked. Oh yeah, I like paid money for a ghost hunting app back in the day. Girl, I was I was, I was in it to win it. You're I was all Discovery in. Channel hire me for the next, you know, ghost hunters. I'm here for it. Well, I mean, you would go in for the interview and they would think that you were a ghost. So <laughs> they'd be like, "Well, you found yourself." <laughs> wow! At the end, find another one. You found yourself. Call in your friends. Um, speaking of spooky shit, uh, do you have a cheese this week? It's cheese of the week. Oh my gosh. So we did get some Parmesan Reggiano. Is that what it's called? Parmigiano Reggiano. Yes. We got some real Parmesan, Justin, because I sent Justin to the store alone. And when you send Justin to the store alone, sometimes you get a little treat back. Mm, you just never know what he's going to bring back. You know? Just like, well, when you send me by myself, you get cakes, you get a cookies, panic attack. you get a panic attack, you mm-hmm. get me having a panic attack when I get home. But he brought home some Parmigiano Reggiano to have with some pasta. Ugh. And then we saved the rind, popped it in the freezer to make minestrone with. Oh, that's such a good idea. Point. Save yep. your Parmesan rinds. They're perfect yep. to put in things to add umami. Or just suck on them. Sure. You know, I don't, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Just chew on it. Sit on the couch. Have yourself an evening. I wonder just what. make out with it. Really give it to that Parmesan Really rind. give it. Mm, yeah. Make out with that rind. Uh, but I guess that's my cheese of the week. Not that's a good cheese. Parmesan. Not the stuff in the blue canister or the green canister, excuse me. No, we do. I mean, we do always have that stuff and that stuff has its place. Do you know right. what I mean? It's just like, you know, it's it's salty and it gets the job done. You know, true. It has do you have a place. cheese of the week? My cheese of the week is. Mm, Are you looking around your room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I don't have a cheese this week. I don't think I've... Well, I, I made Look bolognese. Look at your carpet. Yeah, there's... Uh, Look down. Car- well, because... So, when you have a robot vacuum cleaner, that's my Uh-oh. cheese this week. It's this robot vacuum cleaner that I've talked about for the past three and a half years. I can tell it to clean my room and then I don't have macaroni on my floor anymore because it cleans it up for me. See? Well, and it consolidates it too so you can open the back of the vacuum. And then I can snack. just dump it in a pot of boiling water without oil. And then I can cook it without oil. Sure, mm-hmm. right. So that's that's Checkmate. my cheese of the week. Um, I I just I haven't I, I have it. Craft singles. It's okay. Craft singles. Craft. They have their place, honey. It's cheese of the week. Haunted. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ooh. cheese of the week. Lizzie McGuire. I bed want and breakfast. to sell. I want to sell haunted cheese. Oh, honey. See, like that's that's a that's a market that I don't think anyone's tapped into yet, and you are the Swiss person cheese? to do it. I would say. I would sell Swiss cheese and I'd say these holes are formed by the ghosts escaping. Oh, I was going to say it's uh, these holes are formed by the ghosts sticking their dicks in it. <laughs> this cheese fucked by ghosts. <laughs> this this every, cheese every wheel of che- banged by ghosts. Every cheese, every wheel of cheese is guaranteed to be fucked by at least 100 ghosts or your money back. Sign me up. I'll take two wheels. Honey, love, love. Ghost find dick. me <laughs> ghost You'll find me with my ghost detector, honey, <laughs> haunting around that looking for some ghosts in that facility. Looking for some ghost okay. dick. Nothing like some Catch ghost, me there. ghost dick cheese. What about the celebrities who claim to have like had sexual encounters with ghosts? There are legitimately like celebrities who are like, Yeah, I had sex with that ghost. I just think once you're rich, you've you've lost it. Well, Do you know I mean, what I mean? That, that's the thing. Once you have enough money. It doesn't matter where your mind is, you know. You can fuck as many ghosts say. as you want, Linda. I just there and the amount of them too. The amount of celebrities who claim to have fucked a ghost. You well, just it's, know something. It's stupid you just because know. I I feel like if how are they getting ghost dick when I can't get any dick? Not even ghost dick. Why are ghosts any. only fucking rich people? Because they have their priorities in check. They, they're going for the high tier people. But they're not going to, what are they going to do? Are they trying to get your money? No, they're dead. Well, I mean, obviously they're going for their coin purse. They're fucking their coin purse. Jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. Get out of here. (laughs) Oh, it reminds him of chains and chains are spooky. Ooh, chains. Except they're nickels falling out of your pussy. I'm out. I gotta go. Anyone have nickels fall out of their pussy? Or is it just me? I gotta go. Would that give you nickel poisoning? Um, I don't know if nickels are made out of nickel. I don't think they are either. I don't really know what nickel is. Honey. Nickelodeon. Nickelback? The only nickel I know. Oh, yeah. Them too. Look at this photograph. Did they, like, 
Okay, I can't keep track. There are a lot of those bands that we don't like. I mean, I know we don't like Nickelback because of people make fun of his voice. But right. now, if, are there political reasons? What is the tea with Nickelback? I don't have Did my... Did they cycle around? Did they I have don't a resurgence? Have my finger on the pulse of the Nickelback community. I've, I've been out either. of touch with them. Um, write well, in, Nickelback. Don't write in. Don't do <laughs> No. No. <laughs> right in. I mean, is, is, no. the, is the lead singer still like with Avril Lavigne? Are they still together? Oh, I have. You mean Melissa? Is her name Melissa? Uh, do you not remember? Avril Lavigne died like five, ten years Talk ago. About and she spooky. was replaced. Yeah, she was replaced with the body double named Melissa. We had a whole podcast about this, Sam. I mean, yeah. There are there are forums dedicated to that conspiracy theory. I mean, I, yeah, because it's not a conspiracy is it, if it's true, right? It's allegedly true. See, like, anyway, these, these are the conspiracy theories that are fun to be questioning, not shit about like QAnon. Like, yeah, in, those ones aren't fun. Indulge yourself fun in, in fun, in fun conspiracy theories that aren't damaging to the human psyche. Yeah, basically. Um, well, good cheese of the week. Um, your cheese was Parmesan and mine was Avril Lavigne's body double. Um, there you go. So it's we, cheese of the week. It's cheese of the week. <sighs> favorite things? Sure. Let's do favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. So Joe told me before the podcast that his favorite thing was not getting married. I feel like it's a cop out. That's like you in a rice cooker moment. Uh, do you know? Yeah, mm, yeah I know, right. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have to say no. I mean, we all understand That's that the like, rice cooker is, is a cop out. It's like my favorite thing of the year. It's probably getting... Well, yeah. Yeah. It's up there, you know? I mean, not a lot of good shit has happened in 2020, so I feel like... No, so it's definitely... You gotta have yeah. something. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what's your favorite thing? <laughs> I asked you! I, I mean, mine's... Oh, mine's, you asked me? Well, I, I'll, I have two small things, so I guess I'll go first. Well, since you asked, okay. I guess I'll go. I mean, okay. why not? Um, sure. So, so two things this week. One of them, I I probably talked about this, right? Oh, I'm gassy. I'm, I can't I can't me. tell you until I know what it is. Oh, right. You should be able to read my mind. So mm-hmm. um, I've had the same pair of headphones for a long time, like probably the past four years. And um, they're the Sony MDR 7506s. They're fairly popular. They're fairly cheap. I think they're like $100. Over-the-ear headphones, they're pretty good. Um, and one thing that was... Sh- the only thing that was shitty about them is like the ear pads, like the pads that go over your ears, like they were made out of a really shitty material and they like flake. Like they flake off. Oh, uh, yeah. It, I know exactly what you're really, talking about. It's really fucking annoying. So every time I, I take my earphones off after I was done like recording the podcast or working on music or whatever I would have like little specks of like black material on my ears well so little old me was like okay I guess it's about time I buy a new pair of headphones well hold the phone because these um, headphones are so popular that they make just replacement ear pads for these this uh, specific type of headphone. And if you look online, if you type in the model number for this, the MDR 7506s, like the one complaint people have is that the ear pads fucking flake. And so you can buy, instead of just purchasing another set of earphones or, or of headphones for a hundred bucks off of Amazon, you can just pay 20 bucks and buy replacement um, ear pads that are third party that are made with a way more comfortable material that don't flake and you can just replace them yourself. I didn't even fucking know that you could replace the ear pads in over the ear headphones, but apparently it's totally a thing and it totally saved me 80 fucking dollars in buying a new, because like that's the only thing that was wrong with these headphones. They work totally fine. They were just like really uncomfortable because all the padding wore off and it was flaking on my ears and it was annoying. First world problems. So if um, you have these specific headphones or even if you don't and you have this problem with with a different brand of headphones, you should look up if they make replacement third party um, ear pad replacements because they fucking did for mine. And now they're like they feel like they're fucking brand new. They're so comfortable and they block way more sound because they're like a denser material. So wow. hot tip um, for that. Life hack. Life hack. Um, look it up. Also, if you're interested in the headphones that I have, like I said before, they're the Sony MDR7506s, and I think they're like 90 bucks on Amazon. They're cheap, good quality, um, and they're pretty indestructible. 
The only thing bad Tony, about them. MDR. Seventy-five oh six. They aren't cute or anything. They're they're very bland, but got the job done. Sweaty. Um, Ooh, professional. So professional. It's almost like I do this for a living. Oh, um, I see. You can. I see these earpad replacements. Did you yeah. get a color or did you get? No, I just got black because just, I'm boring. Just black. That's fine. You know, chic. It gets the job done. I mean, it's not like I'm looking Classic. at them. They're on, they're on the sides of my head, you know? Honey, I got eyes on the back, eyes on the sides. Joe has his eyes on the prize. Eyes on the know? prize. So that's my first thing. The second thing is the new Google Chromecast with, or Google TV. or It's the Chromecast, the new Chromecast oh, with the fucking yeah. remote control. You got it at the very end of last episode. They delivered your package. Oh, that's right. Oh I have God. a note to ask you about it. Oh, that's weird. Hell Yeah. <laughs> One of us likes to remember things. Huh? Honey, who are you? Where Honey. am I? <laughs> um, regardless, <laughs> I, d- I didn't realize that having a remote, like uh, my roommate and I are very keen. We are we all always have our phones on us. It's not difficult to cast all your media to your with your phone to your Chromecast. That's what we had. But having a remote control is really nice. Having a fucking remote and like a full on user interface for a Chromecast, like with Google TV, is actually really nice and really convenient. Um, and it's really like speedy too. So I've been using that and it's been super nice. And it's, it's a big upgrade from, cause I, we have like the original, the OG Chromecast from like fucking like five or six years ago. So she was old and we needed an upgrade. Um, and so, yeah, I was excited to get the new Chromecast and it's set up really nicely and the remote is really easy to use and you can, it has like the volume controls and a mute button for your TV because nothing's worse than not having a mute button on your fucking remote. I don't think like the Roku's or like the, I know the Amazon Fire Sticks didn't used to have a mute button for the TV, but I think they do now. Regardless, it has all the creature comforts. Um, it's speedy. It's it's nice. It has a good user interface. I've used it to watch shitty Netflix shows and it works like a charm. Um, and so, yeah, if you're looking for a streaming device or a replacement for an old Chromecast, I totally recommend the new Chromecast with Google TV, which is the worst fucking name they could have used. Um, Google is horrible at naming their products. Oh, um, God. And right now they're all mixed up with Nest. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, because they they're re- like, Ugh. yeah, all of their Google Home devices are now Google Nest, and nobody fucking knows what they have anymore. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, They're you need a fucking like decoding name. ring to figure out what the fuck the products are. Ugh, um, awful. But regardless, the new Chromecast that has that comes with the remote is how I'm going to describe it. Is uh, super nice. A tons of apps. Um, you can still cast like a regular old Chromecast, but now you have a user interface you can also use with the remote control. So it's super convenient, and I totally recommend it if you need or want like an Android TV experience and you don't want to buy like the NVIDIA Shield TV, which are like uh, way more powerful than this device. But it's like you get 80% of what you would get with the NVIDIA Shield um, for like a fourth of the price. I think it was like 50 bucks. And the NVIDIA Shield goes from like 100 to $200, depending on what you want. Regardless, Android TV, or as they're rebranding it, Google TV, is uh, it's good. I like it a lot. And so if you're looking for a streaming device, I recommend the new Chromecast with remote. I've had good experiences wow. with it. Wow, a glowing review. Um, Justin's had his eyes on it. We have the Chromecast Ultra. Right. Um, but I'd heard that the Google TV Chromecast didn't ship with Stadia support. Right, and that's so and weird. It's a, it's so weird. And it's this, and I know they're going to update it probably sooner rather than later, but it's been like the drama. Yeah, it's this weird drama. And then, but what's really interesting about it is you can sideload, as in like you can install manually the Stadia app and it works perfectly. So, like, no one knows oh. why it's not supported when it's like completely supported if you just like install it manually. So, Google. That's Google for you. <sighs> Idiots. Anyway, I like their new product, but, you know, they're going to have quirks with it because they're stupid. What color did you get? I just got white because I'm boring. No, that's cute. Flat. I like the white remote. I'm so chic. Didn't it come in like blue or something? Yeah, it came in like, I don't know, Google's colors I'm never really into. Like with their phones. No, the, all with... the phones that have been released are like very like, so the new iPhone shit, which obviously not on our radar, but it's like, Hunter Green or something. Look, and what like, am I going to do? Shoot it with a rifle? 
Right. They're so military. Like that one. And then like Google, doesn't Google have like a dark blue something coming out? Yeah, or or they have like a forest green also. It's like, I'm not straight. Yes. Don't give me muted colors. These look, they are so weird colors. They are like, the colors are so military. Like they need to, they need to fire their naming team and they need to fire their design team and they need to hire a bunch of homosexuals. That's what they need to do. That's the tea. That's anyway. the tea. That, honey, that's how we got the bussy. Remember the bussy? The bussy? The, yeah, the bussy bus. The bussy bus? It still haunts me. Honey. The I'm haunting of bussy man. Bus. Um, well, good favorite things. Yeah, what about you? My favorite thing is something that has helped me calm down because I've been stressed out. What's is it new? CBD gummies? It's not CBD gummies. I'm out. <laughs> I got. Oh, I'm looking for more. Oh, she, um, now, she, now she needs her fix. Now she needs. I'm shaking <laughs> for the CBD, honey. I'm shaking. God no. Um, I think I am gonna get some CBD oil though, if I can. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, There's someone in my apartment complex that has like a bumper sticker that says they sell CBD oil. I'll give them your number. That's a, yeah. Just drop my number. Slide it under their door. Mm-hmm. You know, so they can call the cops um, on you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay. So if, my favorite thing is something everyone's listened to, but I'm just now listening to. It okay. is the Lo-Fi Hip Hop Radio on the Chilled Cow YouTube channel. Holy shit! You're now just getting into this. I obviously I've known about it, you know, since it started, since it was a but thing. But it's music, but, and so you were. Yeah, I was. I was very hands off <laughs> of it. Very hands off. But and I but I knew you know like the lo-fi girl memes mm-hmm. you okay. know and I I loved all the artwork people did where they drew her in like from different countries different cities stuff like that mm-hmm. um so I I followed it I just have never listened to what was actually playing you never dipped your toe into it personally. no because like one I don't really even know what lo-fi means and I thought it was going to be a lot harsher than it is I just mm. didn't think it was going to actually be that chill so a lot of times people say like this is a chill playlist and then someone's like screaming or breathing or and it just it stresses me out I don't How I don't need breathe voice. I don't need vocals I don't need to hear someone but right. it's like actually relaxing music wow. you know oh my god so uh I was listening to it listened to it on my wedding day when I was nervous oh. um, list just been listening to it layering it with ASMR. I mm. like how there's no vocals in it though, you know? They're not vocal songs. Um and it's it's nice. It's chill. Do you know what I did though? Cuz I'm going to cosplay um you know, what's her name? Uh Lo-Fi Anime Girl. Oh, I thought you were going to say there, Amelie. That well, I mean, she does have Amelie vibes. She's okay. got the Amelie color scheme. Oh, okay, um, okay. That's why it's hitting your brain. A lot of people have cosplayed her. There's been there's like discourse. There's um, what does it mean when people don't agree? Disagreements. There's a, there's a kerfuffle. Yes. So some people don't, some people think that she's wearing an orange turtleneck with a green sweater on top of it. And then some people think she's wearing just the green baggy sweater and she's got an orange circle scarf on, which is what I believe as well. Because I don't believe mm. that anyone would wear an orange turtleneck. It just doesn't look like a turtleneck. No, I don't know why you would right put a sweater. fucking mind would no. wear an orange turtleneck. No, unless you're a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern for Halloween. Do you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And There's who would layer it? No one's going to layer a an orange turtleneck and a green jumper. Do you know what I mean? It's just fashion it's not a thing. suicide. So I, th- there was some Prime Day sales. I got myself the green jumper. I got mm. myself the orange circle scarf. And I got myself some googly eyes to tape <laughs> onto my headphones, just like she does. Oh my so God. in an upcoming stream, I'm ready to cosplay. Um, lo-fi hip-hop radio beats girl. Hell yeah. It just, I totally just looks so you. cozy. And I'm going to, but instead of the cat in the background, it's going to be Piggy. Oh, cute. And it's not going to be calm. He's going to be barking. Bark, bark. Bark, bark, bark. He's going to be screaming. I mean, yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing calms me down more than Piggy screaming. <laughs> it just, it really just helps well, me. I've I've been enjoying the beats. Nice. Chilled. It's the one, and there's a you know there's a billion of the relaxing music nonstop live streams. Mm-hmm. Um, but the particular one, which everyone knows what it is, it's the Chilled Cow one. Chilled right. Cow YouTube channel. You'll see her. You'll see. You'll see, and you'll think that's a meme. That's you a know? meme. That's a meme. Well, I'm glad that you've discovered that not every piece of music is horrible. You know. Allegedly, there's some music that can be calming and not disruptive. 
none of it's memorable either. It's all no. the same beat. It's just slightly yeah. different, very repetitive. It's like the Gen Z elevator music. Do you know very what I mean? Very that. Oh yeah. If Gen Perfect Z made for elevator music, in the background. this is what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, good. So, um, I'm glad you're finding some yeah. some inner peace with that. I should I should well, cue that up. See yeah. what's what's difficult for me is like I I would love to be able to like put that on in the background while I'm working, but my work is listening to music. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like the one person where when I'm working, I can't have anything else on in the background because I'm working with sound. So it's like, fuck, as much as I would love to have this on in the background, just have like this like white noise of low hip hop beats while I'm like writing a paper or doing my taxes or, you know, drawing. It's like perfect for everyone else but me. So woe is me. Enjoy your lo-fi hip hop while you're working. I'm dealing with Irish accordion music currently. I mean, it's great, but it's less calming than lo-fi hip hop. So, well, sad for you, happy for me. Mm-hmm, Which, very bad. When I'm editing videos, I can't, but I don't edit anymore. My mostly stream. So. Right, 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 right. It's been great for dealing with, you know, being on hold with insurance companies forever. Oh, that's way better hold music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Good favorite things yeah. for the both of us. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Um, I guess that's all for this episode. Wee wee. Wee wee. We will be back next week with an, uh, another regular episode and also a bonus episode next week for the Patreon patrons. Uh, so I guess we will see y'all then. Thanks for listening. Yep. yep that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chard. Charlotte S. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Daisha M. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Erica V. James P. Javier. Johnny B. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rachel. Rose G. Scott A. Tristan T. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show.